Hello everyone, it's me, your boy D, and I'm here to serve you this piping hot tea. I hope everyone's having a good morning and I hope everyone's day is productive. I wanted to get on here and talk about this situation. I wasn't even going to address this situation. But this has just taken on a life of its own. And I'm seeing a lot of stuff that I don't like. So we're just going to get into it. So about two days ago, Trick Daddy, who was a Miami rap legend, um, I'm from Florida, and Trick Daddy is very big in Florida. I mean, I grew up on Trick Daddy music. It's three songs of his that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s that I still listen to. And you know, Trick Daddy goes hard for Florida. Always has, always will, and Florida goes hard for him. But he was on this app called Clubhouse, and I guess Clubhouse is this app where some of these producers and, you know, celebrities, you know, reality TV stars and rappers go to air their dirty laundry and curse each other out. Meek Mill done been on that. He done cursed DJ Academics out. Um, Jason Lee with his messy fat ass done been on there and got cursed out by T.I. people. And I guess that's what people do on there. Honey, y'all know I don't be I don't be on all these apps. Hell, I only go on Instagram to promote, promote this podcast. But this is what Trick Daddy said that got everybody so mad and so up in their feelings. I'm trying to give back the music and you know, that Beyonce don't write music and Betty can sing her motherfuckers so Beyonce can't sing. I don't like Beyonce. 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 That's why they together. Jay Z ain't never won the, the greatest rapper alive. Whoever whoever put him on the on level of New York lost yeah. baby. They needed a hero. They wanted to be the mega uh, uh, up hip hop, and they just handed it over to Jay Z. You go back and you do the history of record and all that. Man, DMX was doing 10, 15 million but don't y'all gotta remember, Jay Z changed his name three, four times. Yeah, yeah. The first time y'all ever heard of Jay Z, he got on a record with some niggas from down south called Big Pippin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. y'all, did they tell y'all right now? Oh, that's Jay Z Southern. You'll go Google and they'll say, yes, yeah, Jay Z Southern. Right? But they ain't gonna tell you. Jay Z bought the motherfucker song after the bitch got beat. Mm. That's your song, man. Yeah, so uh, ain't about that record. It's no East Coast New York record. Nothing about that. And what? And at that time, what East Coast nigga came and got a nigga from the South to do a record with him, man? So that's what. That's basically what Trick Daddy was saying. And ever since then, it's like. The world done just came down on Trick Daddy. If you go to his Instagram comments right now, Beyonce's super fan base, Beehive done left B-emojis all over that man page. They done cursed him out, called him all sorts of ugly, called him all sorts of jackasses, made fun of his lupus. And, and you know, the, the most extreme thing that they've done is he Trick Daddy has a very successful restaurant. 
I mean, it's in Miami. It's very successful. I done seen YouTube videos of people who have gone there. They love the food. The line is all out the door. And he went and they went on his Yelp page and left one star reviews, just making the ratings go down on his Yelp page. And they done just sent up there and wrote lies about it. One person said that, you know, it was roaches all in the food and, you know, the food was just awful, but the lemonade was good. And you can tell that that person is a Beyonce fan because lemonade is one of Beyonce's albums. And and, and I'm going to just say this because this is why I felt like I had to speak about this because I'm, I'm noticing a lot of hypocrisy with this and it's a lot of stuff I don't like. Now, this has gone mainstream. The mainstream news is talking about this. And people, and and, and I'm noticing a lot of these little entertainment blogs, a lot of these little entertainment reporters just think all this is funny. I'm noticing a lot of these, a lot of these blogs like the Shade Room always post laughing emojis when they're talking about this story, even with the story with his restaurant. And I'm sorry, I can't rock with that. I don't think it's funny that, you know, a bunch of grown-ass babies are trying to destroy this black man's business because his opinion did not align with theirs. That's not funny. That's psychotic. And I also don't like how these same blogs talk about colorism. They talk about bullying. They talking about respecting black black music legends but it's okay to you know bring up trick daddy's illness say they hope he dies call him all out his name call him the n-word and and see that's 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 also another thing i noticed some of these people who commenting on the trick daddy page not even black don't know anything about black music don't know anything about hip hop I've seen comments saying that Trick Daddy only on because Trina put him on and that's a false that's a full damn lie Trick Daddy put Trina on Trick Daddy put Rick Ross on he put Plies on him Ted and Slip and Slide gave these people they start and yeah, most of the people have left Slip and Slide, including Trick Daddy himself. But Trick Daddy put a lot of people on. But 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 you know, it, it, people it, these vlogs and the mainstream media just think this is so funny. And I'm sorry that that kind of makes me sick to my stomach. And I also find it funny that that when Nicki Minaj and Cardi B were having that verbal argument back and forth at Fashion Week and Nikki was saying it was a it was a Nikki hate train and her and Cardi B were always throwing shots at each other. And Nicki Minaj fans who are called the Barbs, you know, curse Cardi B out, you know, docs turned by docs. I mean he put her address on Twitter. And, and side note, people need to start suing Twitter and Instagram and Facebook for that. I know people want to sue sue all all them for their censorship and and you know all them stupid rules that they they push on there but people need to sue for that because i didn't see too much of that happening of people being docs and threatened youtube as well and youtube has a lot of lawsuits going on as well but people need to sue but yeah 
you know, they, they doxxed her. They said they was going to come into her house and chop her up, chop her and her baby culture up. Now, Nicki Minaj got blamed for that. The media made it seem like that was all Nicki fault. Nicki, people were saying Nicki should be ashamed of herself based on what her fans have been doing. But I also noticed that when Beyonce and Jay-Z went to that basketball game and that wife of the NBA owner reached across Beyonce and asked Jay-Z what drink he was drinking so she could go get her own, and the Beehive threatened that woman. Literally the same thing with Cardi B. Threatened that woman, said they was going to come into her house and kill her, doxed her. The media didn't blame Beyonce. Beyonce didn't get blamed for that. She didn't. And again, the media thought that was funny. So, so you know, if, if, if the consensus is that some of these fandoms are toxic, why is Nicki Minaj held to a different standard than Beyonce? And see, that's that's why I think that's why I personally think a lot of people think Beyonce is is in the Illuminati, which is a secret organization that apparently rules the world, or that Beyonce is demonic because of how the media treats her versus everyone else who who is similar or has done the same thing. And I also wanted to just 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 touch on the music aspect of it. Because, see, I understood what Trick Daddy was saying. And before I do that, I, I want to play Trick Daddy's response to this. And one thing I can appreciate about Trick Daddy is he ain't apologize. He ain't back down. That's his opinion. And he ain't back down for what he said. He said what he said. And a lot of people seem to respect him for that. I'm noticing his music is streaming again. But I'm going to play you what his response was and then I'm going to give my breakdown on what his comments were because I think it goes a little deeper than just saying Beyonce can't sing about who I like and who I think can't sing people really listen to yourself that's my opinion that's my opinion that's my opinion Beyonce the number one performer I ever seen besides Michael Jackson and Chris Brown Can she sing? Yeah, she can't sing. She ain't in my top. Beyonce ain't Stephanie Mills. She ain't Patty LaBelle. She ain't Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. She ain't Adele. But that's my opinion. That she might be your Adele. She might be your Whitney Houston. That's my opinion. I told her hope was, oh, Chris Brown is on the level of Michael Jackson. Ain't like you crazy, you disrespecting the king. La la la. The thriller album is this. I'm telling you something I feel and I'm telling you something that Michael Jackson told Chris Brown himself. Mike was a fan of Chris Brown and told Chris Brown, I like everything you do, how you sing, how you represent, and how you perform. I'm a big fan of yours. That's you. Keep up the work, Breezy. For all y'all who think that my opinion don't matter, Come get you a shot. Okay, so that was his response. And for those of you who want to know um, what he was saying, get a shot of, he poured some bleach in a glass with ice. So that was his response. And I understood where he was coming from. And see, this is what I'm saying. 
you you know you got the mainstream media and these blogs who claim they love and understand black music and black culture but don't okay and it's funny because a lot of people focus on pride being june um, i mean june being pride month and of course juneteenth which is now a national holiday but you know june is also black music month but you know again you, you know these mainstream outlets don't know shit about black music in the black community there's a difference between singing and singing okay my favorite singer is Whitney Houston everybody who know me know that my family knows it my friends know I sing her songs all the time off key of course but I still sing her songs I have all her albums I, I still have all her CDs and I play them in my car you know, if you ask me who's a better singer between Whitney and Beyonce, I'm going to choose Whitney all, all the time. Because Whitney can sing. Do I think Beyonce's talented? Yes, I've always thought Beyonce was talented. But the people Trick Daddy mentioned, Stephanie Mills, Betty Wright, they're not, that you know, Beyonce is not with them vocally. And those are legends in the R&B industry. But see, some of the people I mentioned, the mainstream media knows absolutely nothing about. And I'm not hating if you don't know know nothing about R&B music. Because if you didn't grow up on that music, you don't really listen to it like that. I can't fault you for that. Yeah, I mean, I listen to some rock music. It's some, it's some alternative rock people I don't know about. And I don't think it's fair to fault me for not knowing I didn't grow up on that music. I didn't. But I don't like that you know all these people saying Trick Daddy should shut up and you know how dare he would they don't even understand what he was saying they don't and, and I also just want to also address something else in his in his earlier comments cause see I think it goes a little deeper than just saying Beyonce can't sing Because what I find funny is most people, if you listen to what Trick Daddy said when he made his initial comments, he was talking, he was going more at Jay-Z than Beyonce. And this goes back to what I said about people not understanding hip-hop music or Southern rap music or even Florida rap music. Since since the late 80s, hip-hop has always treated the South as a stepchild. Yeah, we'll give you some recognition, but you won't get as much recognition as the cats from Chicago, New York, or the West Coast. It used to be Atlanta, Florida, and Texas, and New Orleans were treated with the stepchildren of hip-hop. It's no longer like that now because Atlanta has gone mainstream and I talked about that in my last podcast when I was talking about hip-hop in Atlanta being made the scapegoat for a lot of Atlanta's problems. But Atlanta has gone mainstream. A lot of the artists that then came out of Atlanta have gone mainstream. From T.I. Outkast, Usher, Lil Jon have all gone mainstream. But in the 90s, when you had two live crew, when you had the Ghetto Boys from um, Houston, I believe they're from Houston. I know they're from Texas. I mean, even Lil Wayne, when he was getting started with the Hot Boys, and you had Trick Daddy, you had um, JT Money, Poison Clan. All of these people, 
laid the groundwork for a lot of these newer rappers. I saw this, I saw this YouTube video where this guy broke down how Florida rappers paid the way for a lot of these newer rappers. And then he made sense. The two live crew crew actually had to go to court, had to have a Supreme Court case because their music was considered obscene because there was a lot of sexual explicit material in it. And they had to fight just to just be able to say what they want to say. And they won. Because of them, artists can get on a song and say what they want to say. But you know, but you know, the Two Live crew has never gotten the respect. Never. Even when Uncle Luke won a Lifetime Achievement Award at the BT Hip Hop Awards, he even brought up that point. That was the only time he ever won a, a big award. Which is mind-boggling because if you look at Uncle Luke's discography, even Two Live Crew discography, they've had, you know, number one songs on the rap charts. You know, like they had Uncle Luke has has about two platinum albums, and I think the rest are gold. But Uncle Luke had hits. Willie D from the Ghetto Boys, he has a YouTube channel, and even though he mostly talks about you know black people, you know sometimes he'll make a, a podcast about the music industry, and he said the same thing. The Ghetto Boys were doing really well, and again they got um, platinum songs, platinum albums. But again, the hip-hop elite wasn't messed with them because they was from the South. They didn't respect that. And it's interesting because the Two Live Crew, I read Uncle Luke's book, when the Two Live Crew was going through all that scandal, um, a lot of other rappers, you know, kind of used them as scapegoats for everything that was wrong in rap. The Ghetto Boys were also used as scapegoats, too, for people saying that gangster rap is on the rise and the rap does nothing but promote violence and drugs and sex. And Trick Daddy, you know, has also had that same criticism. But when you look at, but when you listen to their lyrics, they're telling a story. The Ghetto Boys' Mind Playing Tricks on Me is an amazing um, song. But it doesn't glorify gang violence. It's actually a warning. A lot of Trick Daddy's music doesn't glorify it. It's a warning. You know, so 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 I don't I don't understand the criticism with them. But Southern hip hop has always been disrespected. It's always been like that. Even when even Trina did that versus battle, and I, I was gonna make a podcast episode about that, but I wanted to wait on my friend to do it with me. But I'ma just say this: I watched that versus Ben. I watched that people were reacting to it, and I, when they announced it, a lot of people were shitting on Trina, saying Trina's only locally known. You know, Trina ain't had international hits like Eve. Trina only got Nan. You know, Trina only is known from Florida. But you know, when, when when the versus battle actually happened, a lot of people, you know, said that they didn't even know Trina had these songs. And you know, Trina actually impressed people. But see, all before it was, you know, people felt so comfortable writing Trina off because people say Trina only makes club songs, which she does, just like the Two Live Crew only mostly mostly made club songs. 
But I mean, when you play those songs, people get up and dance. People know the lyrics to it. And I think that's that's and I think that's what what Trick Daddy was mostly going for. Trick Daddy went harder on Jay Z than Beyonce. We being honest. And the interesting part is, even the Beehive, who's dragging Trick Daddy, have even said that he didn't tell no lie about Jay Z. Because I'ma just keep it real. Everybody I met who was from New York, whether they were old, my age, or even younger, I've never heard no one ever say that Jay Z was their favorite rapper, or that Jay Z is the best rapper that ever came out of New York. People will say, people will either say, people will either say Biggie. They'll say Big Daddy Kane. I've even heard people say Prodigy. LL, which I don't even know if LL is from New York. I, yeah, he is from New York. You know, I've even heard people say Craig Mack. Hell, I've even heard people say Kwame. You got to be a real hip hop head to know who Kwame is. But I never heard nobody really say that Jay Z is their favorite rapper. And when he said that about UGK's Big Pimpin', that was no, that was no lie told. Growing up, I thought that was the Jay Z song, but turns out that is UGK's song. And UGK is is an Atlanta, where Atlanta is an alleged Atlantic, Atlanta legend, legendary group. And what I think, I think Trick Daddy carries a lot of bitterness from the '90s because I noticed Uncle Luke and Willie D also carried this bitterness of. We, you know, being treated differently because of where they're from. I've seen, I've seen podcast episodes with Trick Daddy when he was talking about how he started, and you know, when Trick Daddy really blew up with Nan. Um, you know, they would play that up north in New York and Chicago, but you know, it's like if Trick Daddy wanted to perform, they would say no, or you know, they'll, you know, he was treated very differently from the artists who were from New York or from Chicago or even from Detroit. Just like Uncle Luke, just like Willie D. Hell, even Lil Wayne. When Lil Wayne was started, Lil Wayne was treated much differently. All the cash money was treated differently when they first started. And I think a lot of these people have carried that bitterness, bitterness, bitterness over the years. I also, and you know, this might be a little rant, so sometimes I rant you all, so this is a little D's rant right here. I also am noticing a lot of people in the music industry are distancing themselves from Jay-Z. And I was never no Jay-Z fan. I'm going to just keep that out, keep that 100. Um, It was always something about him that bothered me. But over the years, I'm noticing people are distancing themselves from him. Um, A few days ago, I saw that Mariah Carey has left, you know, Jay-Z's Rock Nation and signed with his much smaller label. I'm noticing, you know, Rihanna, who's Jay-Z's protege, has put a lot of distance between her and Jay-Z. I mean, there was a time where Rihanna would always post Jay-Z. And there was, that's why there was rumors of Jay-Z messing with her. But, you know, Rihanna has put a lot of distance between her and Jay-Z. Rihanna barely mentions Jay-Z at, the, at this point. And I think Rihanna still signed with Jay-Z's Rock Nation. 
and a lot of people say that because I, I believe her and Jay-Z have secretly fallen off because of Jay-Z and the NFL debacle, which I'll get to in a few minutes. But I noticed Rihanna has kind of distanced herself. J. Cole has distanced himself. It's certain people have distanced themselves from him. And I'm noticing a lot of people who, who for years have said Dame Dash was bitter or because Jay-Z was messing with Aaliyah, who said Dame, um, Dame Dash is a loser because Jay-Z was a smarter businessman than him. I'm noticing a lot of these people been coming back and saying, you know, giving Dame Dash his props. And I think the reason they're doing that is because Dame Dash is one of the few people to call Jay-Z on a lot of Jay-Z's foolishness. And see, that's why, and that's why I don't really mess with Jay-Z. And, and I, I, part of me thinks Jay-Z does hide behind Beyonce. I noticed the only time Jay-Z puts out albums now is if Beyonce is doing the album with him and it's called The Carters. Or, you know, when, or you know, Jay-Z made a uh, response to Lemonade. And I, I, I do think that Jay-Z does hide behind Beyonce. But what I don't like about Jay-Z is I don't like how he always black, um, what's the word? What is that word? Gaslights. Hey, that's the word. I don't like how he gaslights the black community. When he started Tidal, his little streaming service, and he was talking about black black people owning their own music again and stop giving your money to these large companies and these large streaming platforms who don't pay us nothing. And he was trying to tell all these black artists, up-and-coming black artists, to put their stuff on, on his on his um, streaming service title. And you know, Beyonce did that. Beyonce's Lemonade album was only on title. But I noticed Rihanna, when Rihanna had the Auntie album, yeah, she put it on title, but she kept it on all these other platforms. And I remember talking to my coworker about that, and I thought that was kind of strange. Because, I mean, you're so associated with Jay Z why aren't you going all in? It's like she had one foot in and one foot out. And, and, and of course, you know, Tidal, it started doing a little better, but now Jay-Z done sold it to white people. And so, I mean, you, you, so you was talking all that woke, mush mouth bullshit only for you to sell it to white people. Then with the NFL... You know, Jay-Z was talking about boycotting the halftime show at the Super Bowl, but yet and still his own artist out there singing. Then, when you told Jermaine Dupree not to get involved in the Super Bowl and the halftime show, then you went behind his back and linked a deal with the NFL to produce the halftime show. That was some bullshit. And I noticed Rihanna went off on, off on Jay Z about that, and I think that's <clears throat> and I think that's one of the reasons why she's put distance between him and her. And some people say, ask whether she'll come back to music because she's made so much money with that Fenty um, makeup and clothing line. And we'll see. We will see. 
But that's my biggest thing with Jay-Z is that I don't like how he gaslights the black community and just supporting stuff that he wants them to support, but would then go around everyone's back and do shady shit like that. I don't respect that. And another thing I want to get into is Beyonce. 